Against All Odds is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There is no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. Great odds and markets for the NBA, NHL, and so much more. Awesome new and existing user promotions. It's America's number one sportsbook. Easy to use, safe and secure. You get your winnings fast and as quickly as two hours. And it's fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same game parlay. Discover the most popular same game parlays each day, right when you log in. And if you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code against the odds so they know I sent you. All right, welcome to Against the Odds, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousins out coming to you on a Tuesday morning. Spaghetti and meatballs, fiddling with the knobs, baby face Joel Solomon is back. He's producing this mess and... Joining me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, brother Brian, Darren, the parlay kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? Oh, man, what a game last night. College basketball tournament, it ended. First of all, we won our race to 10. Uh, Last few minutes were great. First few minutes were better for us. We didn't have to worry about the result. Me, brother Bry. The parlay kid, we had Kansas to score 10 points first, minus 135. Ring it up. That one, what was that? 11 7? Yeah, 11, eight, Harry, 11, Harry, right in there. Yeah, Harry forgot to bet. Harry <laughs> went to the game, didn't forget to bet. He was clearly rooting for North Carolina the whole time there. I don't know. You couldn't even tell. We posted the video. You couldn't tell where he was. No emotion, yeah. no anything. He swung the swung the camera well, around for like three quarters of a second uh, to see the court, which was a mile and a half away. But right. Uh, well, Other the problem, than that, well, the problem was that where my seats were, they were directly behind the, uh, and pretty far back, but directly behind one of the baskets. Now in the suite that was in, they had a TV there, but they were like on a three second delay. So I do, I watch the, t- I couldn't watch the TV because it was behind. So I couldn't only tell if the basket went in by the reaction of the, of the student. Oh my God. The, oh, uh, that sounds great. <laughs> oh, that must've driven Ken crazy. Uh, <laughs> what a waste uh, of money. What a I waste mean, of money. A oh big my fan God. Like, you know, like Ken, I, you know, as Ken said to me, he's like, Hey, uh, Ohio state, Michigan and uh national championship basketball. Not bad for someone who hasn't watched the college game all year. And I was like, uh, yeah, not bad. Not good. Not anything. Really. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, he had like you, me he, showing up to the uh, Bachelor finale, the live taping, and be like, "Hey, I haven't watched an episode all year. All right. What the hell are you doing here?" Anyway, he had UNC money line, though, right, Ken? And had UNC money line with the over, of course. Right. Yeah. right. He said that's all he's feeling. <laughs> <laughs> based, based on, I have no what, idea what. But yeah. all right, so Harry's wearing the Kansas sweatshirt. It was a fun game. It really was. Uh, even after the race to ten, poor Tate, his team, he had to watch them lose seventy two sixty nine. They were up 15 at half. Brian, what was it? Plus 330, Kansas on the money line? Yeah, plus or, uh, 330. I actually thought it would be a little bit higher, but I guess yeah. the way Kansas is, I mean, I, UNC has gotten off to some great first halves, right? And Kansas has played yeah. really well in some second half. So I guess it I guess it kind of makes sense. But I will say, Tate, Tate, Tate took that loss pretty well. I, I'd be a little bit he more. He did. I'd be a little Much bit more better than I would have at his age or my age or any age. Yeah. Said he well, couldn't be more proud of the team. That's because he won. The, yeah. He won, as I said, his championship game <laughs> against Duke. They didn't need yeah, that true. win. These yeah. North Carolina, they're they're spoiled. They didn't need the win. <laughs> they didn't. I, they're all like, oh, well, you know, whatever. No, the, you I mean, blew for, the biggest lead ever in the final game. That should hurt. 
That should hurt. I'm with you, Paula Kid. I think maybe going into it, and listen, everybody, every fan wants to win a championship, but going into it, it wouldn't have mattered as much losing to Kansas after you just murdered Coach K. I mean, it really did. Yeah. You just murdered, cold-blooded on national television. Uh, TBS counts national television, right? Uh, <laughs> and then to bounce back, but to have the 15-point lead, like I said, Kansas was a plus 330 underdog um, going into that second half. That that has to hurt. I know he's hiding it. I had to give him a thousand dollars because I gave him a free bet, and he had Kansas ten to one from the beginning yep. of the tournament. So, uh, pretty, good for him. Pretty right? amazing, though, guy. I know Sal, you just mentioned the lead, but for North Carolina to lose by three, they cover the four. Baycott, Davis, and Love combined in the game. Combined in the game, thirteen of fifty-four. Oh, I was in the parlay kid, and I called it with Caleb Love. Well, like we I think it's going to end. Yeah. Game early for that, and UCLA must have been like, "What the fuck? What is going on? Yeah, what, where was this Caleb Love? Well, that's where, a- where was this when we played him? Right? It was craziness, Parlay kid. Yeah, look, if it wasn't if, if it wasn't for the offensive rebounding of North Carolina, they might have lost that yeah. game by fifteen. Like their offensive yeah. rebounding, uh, second chance points kept them in that game. Uh, so you got screwed. McCormick should have been the MVP. I can't figure that out for the life. You know, of I, I seem to get I get Advaj, screwed on all those, and I. I know it was pretty even in terms of points scored by that, but he, he made the two clutch shots in the final minutes. He was out because he has foul trouble. He's always going to be in foul trouble just the way he plays, but 40 points in two games. It is over the two games, the uh, MOP, uh, a plus 16. The next closest was plus seven. I thought David McCormick was not going to get drafted. And as a senior, they could have given it to him, but they gave it to a Baji who was just okay and not good at the free throw line for sure. Right. right? Exactly. Very good. Yeah. goes um, for a double, double too. Well, no, and, uh, now you don't want to bet that, right? Going forward, you're like, ah, oh, fuck. Like, yeah. I hate it. I lose every, if it's baseball or whatever it is, I always lose the most valuable player uh, award. Right. And it's always close and whatever. I mean, not always close, but I'll, I'll right. always like, lose the close one. Well, Abaji was, I mean, in all honesty, I mean, I'm not really necessarily focusing maybe defensively on stuff, some stuff, but like he was like the fourth most important player in that game, it seemed right. Like Remy mm-hmm. Martin hit yeah. those three big threes. Braun was was really good for them at times when they needed well, him. So it was whoever, weird. It was weird. Whoever's voting, it's at the end of the game. They're just like, they probably really don't even know the players that well, these these reporters. Right. Mm-hmm. Whoever's vote. Uh, yeah, who's that guy again? Oh, Agbaji. Okay, here you go. Here's my vote. That's uh, yeah, got to be how these guys do it. Yeah. That's how it's they like, do it. Baji was their best player during the regular season, so that's what they do here too. By the way, yeah, it was kid, in their head, right? It's yeah. a, right, exactly right, exactly. Paul, Paul right. Kid, championship game. When's the last time? Champ- five guys, double digits and rebounds. Five guys, and like you said, Darren, incredible. Yeah, Carolina had three, guy. Kansas yeah. had two. Amazing. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, they. Uh, yeah, Baji was plus one twenty five going into the final game. I wish you could live bet the MOP. I probably would have bet it. Well, I wouldn't have bet against it, but it's fun to talk about. Uh, so that's that. But I did have the, a South winner, a win, the winner to come from the yeah. South region. I don't know where the hell I got that from. Plus three seventy five. The McCormick thing was a screw job. We uh, parlay kid. You and I had Kansas, right? Those two had UNC. I had Kansas uh, to win one through ten. So that was a, oh nice right, one. one to ten. Oh, that's a winner. So I was the only loser. I had a minus four, and it was it was uh, shaping up to be the uh, worst beat, one of the worst beats in uh, college basketball mm. history. I think Kansas up three with three point two left. Dewan Harris takes the ball out and steps out of bounds twice. With 3.2 left, and then they add a second or whatever. But, um, you know, he would have gotten fouled. They would have had less than three seconds to make a three or whatever to go back down the court. Whether he would have made one or two or none, 
We don't know, but um, someone maybe needs to monitor Dewan Harris's checking account over the next couple of weeks. <laughs> I'm not saying anything, but a little bit fixed. Um, yeah, geez, I, I, yeah, I'm surprised. Um, you know, we didn't. You know, I, I really wasn't even thinking about that right at that point. Maybe because I had them one really? to ten. You were probably thinking about it right What's away. What's the matter so. with you, Paula kid? This is our life for crying out so, loud. I mean, um, Harry, I don't know uh, what he was doing. Catch the ball. You're gonna get fouled. Like, I what know. You, like, oh. Harry gets to avoid picking from the cap of consequences. We had a, uh, we have our pool extra points, tourney challenge. And out of the staff members, Harry and Brett Coromanos from uh, covered in glory podcast were in la dead last place. The tiebreaker was total points. It was really looking like it was under, it was, it was way in Harry's favor because he had one thirty seven and, uh, below he was, uh, he was screwed with 137 yeah. and below. The over under was 152. It was uh, it was in the low hundreds, yeah. pretty late. It, you you got lucky, Harry. You know you did. It yeah. ended up what 141 or something. One, yeah, and uh, and Kansas and and so I look back like six and a half minutes left in the first half mm. had 22 points, and so in mm -hmm. six and a half minutes they scored only three points. So I'm like, this may get really close. Yep. It was very fast pace. It was like, wow, they got to catch up uh, at some point. And then the threes were raining down manic and uh, all over the place. Alberto Guevara wins the extra points. Tourney, tourney challenge a thousand dollars. Good job by you. Nice. We're going to send you that. He had Kansas to win it all. By the way, my son, Jack came in 44th out of, you know, so he did. seven, 800 people. Nobody. I don't know. I probably know 50 people in this pool. Nobody. I didn't recognize one through 43. So he had Kansas. He was screaming. He thought he got the thousand dollars just if Kansas won. And I had it. I had it. <laughs> wasn't uh, he? Wasn't he way back at one point? He was way I, back. He was like at so the bottom like, of the. He was like almost like in the bottom ten of the list for like the first. He really four, was. Third, I was like Jack. <laughs> this doesn't put you in the top two hundred. <laughs> and we checked. And it was like forty fourth. So, uh, real job. quick, twenty twenty three. Kansas, Arkansas, and Duke, all 13 to one. Uh, you know, it depends who comes out and everything. I think we kind of know, but Houston, 14 to one. Here's a surprise. Gonzaga, 17 to one. When we looked at this last year, guys, it was what? Plus 650? Yeah. You know they're losing. Would not touch. I would not touch them at all. Mm. Yeah. I I think, well, know. first of all, it's catching up. People yeah. understand now. Yeah, everybody's, okay. their main guys are all gone. So I don't know what Main they guys are gone. Mm. They pretty much play a cream puff schedule. They'll get a couple wins against big teams early on they the never year. Get it and done. then, uh, and then they can't get it done. But anyway, Kansas, Arkansas, Duke, 13 to one. This is basically going to be our, uh, doesn't seem like it, but we'll say goodbye to college basketball now. This is basically going to be our MLB preview part two. John Jastrzemski from the ring. He's at the ringer now. How the hell did that happen? He's on <laughs> with us later in the hour. He's going to talk all things New York baseball. Uh, part one, like I said, was last week. We did all player props, the four of us, and Jen Piacenti. I encourage you to go back and listen, maybe not to all the DeGrom love um, we gave because it was, uh, it was a day, I think, before he was yeah. it was announced that he was going to be out for a month. But, Parley Kid, you abandoned it. It was me, Jen, and you had DeGrom plus yeah. 360. Of course, those odds have moved now to 20 to 1. You now yeah. took, you took Scherzer instead. I, yeah, I think... Uh I, I can't trust the Grom. I, I Scherzer <laughs> is a workhorse. I think uh, the Mets are going to uh, provide him with some nice offense. Uh, so, and I, I just I, and, look every and, time Scherzer takes the mound. I I feel like he. How, how often does he have a bad game? He's like the Grom. He's just first he's like the Grom. I mean, he's very. He's, he's like the Grom. He's like the Grom. You're like, oh, 
Scherzer, eight innings, one run. He's the same pitcher, so why not go what with the guy who's you get? healthier plus at this point? Seven, plus 750 for Scherzer? Yeah, it's not bad for a guy who yeah. is going to be in the mix, most likely. Darren, so let's do it. Darren, didn't we mention a while ago? Like we, Because you had a, I had Scherzer for Cy Young last year. You had a little yeah. bit on him as well. How did he not win it? We never even got to that. Like, I mean, how did he not win it? I, I Exactly, Harry. You and I had talked about that afterwards. Like, so maybe they owe him one too, Harry. Maybe yeah, they owe right. him one. Yeah. So yeah. there we go. Well, the, I, to your point, uh, I'm sticking with DeGrom at 20 to 1 now because yeah. it doesn't take a ton to win the Cy Young. I mean, it's kind of like both, I think both Cy Young winners had 13 wins well, last that's year, right? The thing. 13 I mean, and right. 7, right 13 6. 13. Right. What did Burns if have? You get, if you get DeGrom for three months, July, August, September, even, or whatever right. months are, maybe he gets another month off in there. I don't know. Put 16 good. Great starts together. The Grom S starts. It could maybe win it. I just think twenty to one is uh, yeah, especially on the it. back end of the season, right? When you lose, when you're out the second half of the season, it's different, right? right. But if you if you big, you know, big for the sure. Mets right. playoffs, yeah, for sure. That's what happened. Anyway, I'm uh, I'm probably uh, I'm probably a little out, out of it <laughs> leaning on the Grom so much. But part two of our MLB preview is coming up. We're going to take a quick break. All right, Major League Baseball. Yes, I'm excited for Thursday. Opening day, although now they're saying it might rain in, in Washington. I don't know, the Mets get, might get pushed to Friday. Scherzer might actually get the opening day start anyway if the games move to Friday. But anyway, full slate Thursday, pretty much, right? Baseball. Then uh, now Tigers teeing off at 7.30 in the morning. Masters, great, great uh, time of the year coming up. Uh, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go over World Series odds. We're going to make the playoffs, not make the playoffs best value. Division best value over under wins. We're going to sprinkle a little. We'll throw a graphic out there for you guys to keep track of, but we're going to do it. Let's start with the World Series odds. Uh, Dodgers, of course, favored plus 480 every year. Seems they're the favorite. Uh, Blue Jays plus 850. White Sox plus 950. How about that? Blue Jays and White Sox, two of the three teams uh, in, the, in the top three. Astros 10 to 1. The World Champ Braves 13 to 1. Then Parley Kid, Bry, uh, your Yankees 13 to 1. My Mets. 15 to one. I'm going to start us out. I'm going to go with Jen Piacenti's Astros 10 to one. I just, um, you know, 95 wins last year. They won the pennant three of the last five years. They're just kind of clutch. You know, they're going to get to the playoffs barring injury. I get no Carlos Correa. That's huge. But Bri, you bet that Jeremy Pena to win a rookie of the year, right? Yeah. Pena, yeah. Jen. Yep. Yep. It was yeah, 25 to over one. 400 yeah. in yeah, the spring. I know you don't, don't want to give that too much weight, yep. but, uh, as, Bunch of double uh, dingers the other day. You guys have them at 25 to one. Their top six in the lineup is as good as anyone's, I think. Altuve, Brantley, Bregman, Alvarez, Guriel, Tucker. You know, Bregman was batting seventh at one point um, last year. So I think this will be a better fit for them. And then Verlander, Framber Valdez, Urquidy, who uh, had five scoreless against the Mighty Mets the other day. And then Jake Odorizzi is fighting for a spot. I think they're good. Dusty Baker is as trusted as it gets. And you know you're going to at least get to the playoffs 10 to 1 for the Astros. Brian, you're going with another American League team here. Yeah, I'm going with Tampa Bay at 16 to 1. You know, right now they're probably the best franchise in baseball, right? They get more out of their players than any team. You know, they won 100 games last year, 40 and 20 the year before that, and then 96 wins the year before that. You know, last year, you know, they kind of blew that series against the Red Sox in games three and four. You know, they always have good arms coming out of the bullpen. McClanahan could have a dominant year this year, you know, as long as they let him mm -hmm. pitch more than two 
two innings a game, you know, you, and then you really got to like the lineup. And then the fact that Wander Franco had a half season under his belt last year, that that lineup could be could be really good. I mean, the Rays just continue to get dis- disrespected. They always seem to have fun playing together. They always overachieve. So I would take a shot. They, I think they're going to make the playoffs. So I think they, mm-hmm. I think I like those uh, 16 to one odds for the world series. I'm going to jump in here because, and I know we're going out of order because we're supposed to do this by category, but I, I also have the Raves to raise to win the division at plus two fifty. I don't get why that's so high. I get because there could be four playoff teams in that division, but a hundred wins first place last year, Brian, right? 40 and 20 in 2020. And then they lose the world series. 96 and 66 the year before 90 and 72 the year before that that staff is terrific like you said McClanahan I mean you heard us talk up uh, Shane Boz with uh, Jen Piacenti the other day should get glass now back uh I, I you know whatever you could hate what they do with the starting pitching and like Yarbrough I think led the team in innings pitched he started 21 games and nine appearances out of the bullpen but Kevin Cash annoying but effective the way it works and they seem to get younger every year. They have Wander Franco, like you said, 40 games in a row. We reached base, plus 250 for the division. Um, and you have them to uh, win the World Series. All right, Harry, you're not taking a, a, a big chance here with the Dodgers, plus 480. No, it's World <laughs> Series or bust, like you said. I'll wait out with the Dodgers. I'm going to stick with them. Here, the Braves snuck in there last year. I don't think that happens this year. Stacked lineup again. The Turners, Justin Trey there, Betts and Muncie. Throwing the addition of Freddie Freeman. From Atlanta, pitching still very good. Dodgers stacked lineup, like I said, plus 480. I mean, listen, I think it's still pretty good value. And even though it's plus 480 in the favorite, they're so, so talented. And then, and so uh, I asked for best division value, and I just took well, the raise at plus 250. Right. You, I mean, what happened to you? What, when, since when are you Dodgers minus 230? Well, that's, that's the best right, value. That was a week of Yeah, Darren, listen, I'm not going to disagree with you. Week of myself, but. <laughs> I'm going to admit it, but at minus 230, I, you said best value. I think minus 230. You look at that division. I think minus 230 is a steal. An absolute Well, I look at that division. Minus, it could be three be minus, playoff teams. They should, they should be minus, nah, they should be minus 600. Wow. I don't know. It is baseball. <laughs> Everybody's kind of an injury away, but uh, I mean, well, I, I don't know. I'll I mean, I, I don't love the Padres this year, but the Giants and Dodgers a battle to the last day. They did, but you know, also Buster Posey retired uh, retired for San Francisco, yeah. and Kevin Gossman had the most wins for the Giants last year, fourteen wins. He's not, he went to Tampa, uh, Colorado, be Arizona and Colorado both were awful last year. So I think it's a steal. Like I said, at minus two thirty for the Dodgers. Harry, Harry, twenty three thousand dollars on it. Let's do it. Yeah. What that. On the Dodgers? Yeah, yeah, to win the division. Can I borrow can I borrow twenty two thousand nine hundred, Brian? He's pissed at me, I, I think, because he bet the Mets today to uh oh, to win oh, yeah. losing Stumps. eight nothing after two innings. Nine nothing after three, all home runs. All right. What'd you lose? I'm I'm gonna say ten dollars you lost on it. Twenty five dollar parlay. Uh, all right. All right, I'm proud of you. Uh all right. Um Parlay kid, White Sox, I take them every year. I'm taking a break from the White Sox. Yeah, I noticed um, that. Yeah. You, you, they're all yours this year. Yeah, I'm going to um, take, you know, so yeah. I think um, at plus 950, I think they're mm-hmm. the class of the Central Division, right? Like, uh, I, I don't see them having a problem. I know the Tigers have gotten a little bit better. The Twins can kind of hang around maybe. But they are the class of this division. Uh, they yeah. have such a super young lineup. Uh, and last year, uh, they won 93 games last year. And uh, they very rarely played... Uh, as a healthy unit when everybody was healthy. 
Uh, guys mm. were all missing at different par- parts of the year. So a little bit more healthier, that 93-win team might turn into a 98-99 type of uh, win team. Lewis Robert is my um, a sleeper, dark horse, MVP yeah. pick. Uh, he's a Mike Trout uh, in, in the waiting here. Uh, he's fantastic. Lynn, Giolito, Cease, big three. Hendricks out of the bullpen. I think their playoff experience last year, even though it was a poor one, I think it would bode well for them. They know they have, uh, uh, you know, uh, some stuff they still have yet to accomplish, and they got to win a round of the playoffs, and I think they make it. And then I think uh, their lineup is just tremendous. I love their young lineup. A lot of young guys who can hit the long ball, hit for average. Um, let's wait well, with the White Sox at plus nine fifty now, Sal. That you won't All get right. that. You won't get those odds come playoff time. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, by the way, for those who aren't following, there are six playoff teams in each uh, league right. now, right? From up from five, right? And they were going to make it seven, but they made it six. Yep. Right? Is that what happened? Okay. So there's an extra playoff team. So uh, we'll get into will and won't make the playoffs in a second, but that's one thing to keep in mind. Let's do uh, win totals. I'll start us off. Dodgers are the highest at 99 and a half. The Orioles lowest, 61 and a half. And Damashek's Pirates, I think, are second lowest, 66 or something. Ironically, 66, I think. for uh, Or maybe not ironically. Maybe they do that on purpose for Pittsburgh. Uh, twins, I'm going Twins over 81 and a half, minus 116. I don't usually like taking a jump like this. It actually went from 74 to 81 and a half after the Correa signing. It's not all Correa. They had Gary Sanchez. They added Sonny Gray. Sonny Gray. Uh, Gio Urshela is the third baseman. 73 wins last year. I mean, this is kind of crazy. This would be a crazy jump here. Um, but 30 and 28 in the last 58, and they traded Nelson Cruz and Jose Barrios at the All-Star break. So they really gutted it out. Uh, pitching's a little suspect. It'll be gray. It'll be Bailey Ober and uh, Joe Ryan at the top. But uh, their bats are booming. Polanco and uh, Sano, 30 home run club. They expect big things out of this young third baseman, Jose Miranda. If Byron Buxton stays healthy... I got Rocco Baldelli's team uh, around 90 wins. So even though it went up, I may have lost value in this. It was about 79 and a half a few weeks ago. Now it's 81 and a half. I'm still going over with the twins. Uh, Harry, give us one of yours. Picking two each. Give us your over. Okay. My over is going to be the Seattle Mariners over 83 and a half at minus 122. This team's like an under the radar type of team. The M's won 90 games last season and were uh, not eliminated from playoff contention to the last week of the season. Ty France is a pretty good hitter. He hit 300 uh, two years ago, 291 last year. Mitch Hanniger, uh 39 home runs last year and 100 RBIs. And the addition of Robbie Ray. The addition of Robbie Ray will lead oh, yeah. Seattle to the playoffs this year. And also over 83 and a half. Like I said, 90 last year with Robbie Ray now, over 83 and a half. All right, uh, brother Bry, Cardinals. I usually fiddle with this one. I have the Cardinals. It, it's uh, they've won me money in the past, and now you're going eighty four and a half. Seems about right for them. You like them over? Yeah, I, th- I feel like the Cardinals have been winning money for us every year, right? And eighty four yeah. and a half to me seems pretty low. You know, only once since two thousand seven has this Cardinals team not had eighty five wins or more. They're as mm. consistent as it comes. You know, they've won ninety and ninety one the last two seasons. I mean, I guess you could say. It really comes down to the health of their pitching staff. They've been lucky. You know, Wainwright is like 50 years old. He's still, you know, had a great year last year. Flaherty, I guess, mm-hmm. is out for the beginning of the season. So, so too is Reyes. But, you know, they bring back the kid to Hudson. 
who had Tommy John surgery, but he was very good prior to that a few years ago. Mats will eat up some innings for them. And then they have, you know, they have a great top of that lineup between Goldschmidt, Arenado, O'Neill. Um, mm-hmm. They're going to be in the playoff race. And then you've got to factor the Reds Pirates are likely going to be awful. Mm. The Cubs probably are going to stink too. So a lot of wins from that division. And if they yeah. need to make a move, they'll make a move in the right. middle of the season for some pitching. And I think they go over that 84 and a half. Trying to think, I would love Fandle to have this. What what the what the lowest win total is going to be for a playoff team this year with that oh, extra win? Yeah, yeah. that'd be interesting. Babyface, look that up. What would the sixth team have uh, made it? What would they? Um, although they did come down to the wire, right? Both both uh, leagues, I think it's probably probably about a, a game difference. But if you could find that from twenty twenty one, what this uh, extra team would have made it? All right, Parley Kid Brewers. You think they get to ninety? Yeah, I know sometimes you are on the Brewers too, Sal. Yeah. Uh, over 89 and a half here with the wins. And like Brian just basically said, I could repeat what he just said for the Brewers as well. Uh, except I think where the Cardinals and Brewers differ is the Cardinals hit the ball better. The Brewers pitch the ball better. Uh, but mm. they're going to rack up wins against the Cubs who are in total rebuilding mode. Uh, the Pirates who just aren't there yet. And the Reds who are normally uh, very underwhelming. So uh, between Burns... Peralta, Woodruff, and a, a really good bullpen of Hader and a combination of Hader and Williams. The pitching here should be dominant. 96 wins last year. I'll take over 89 and a half. Yellick has a bounce back year. It's been a couple of years, but he's still only 30 years old. So mm-hmm. let's say that he bounces back, really helps them, uh, helps their lineup. Brewers over 89 and a half wins. All right. I'll, I'll actually, Brian, you have one more over for us, right? Yeah, because I couldn't read. When you said over and no, under, that's all right. I obviously didn't Doesn't read matter. too well. But yeah, I was looking at the Royals over 74 and a half. This team killed me last year. I bet the under on them. I bet Oof. against them throughout the season. And they had that stretch where they played really well from like the middle of the season on, you know? And I do think, I mean, what you're saying, you know, obviously the, the Twins could be good, but I do think the second best team is up for grabs in the AL Central. They are a really fun team, young, fun team to root for. The Guardians are going to be down. You know, the Tigers Tigers are up and coming too. But look, they, their pitching staff, they added Granke. That's going to help with some of their young pitchers. They have Brady Singer, who eventually should be good. I remember him, like, it seems like yesterday he was just pitching in college. But they also have a really fun lineup between Mondesi, Benintende, Perez, and then they have this young star, Bobby Witt. So Mathidi uh, has always been a good coach. So I, I do think he's going to – these. These guys are going to play hard for them. And I think, mm. you know, 74 and a half, they, they've had three straight years where they've increased their win percentage, won 74 games last year. So I think they up it by, you know, I think they get to, you know, like 77 wins or something like that. Right. This now, also, this is all on our friend Trevor if it loses, right? Yeah, it's his fault if they don't. Beat, beat yep. his ass in a little bit. <laughs> all right, well, here's some unders. Um, this isn't probably a popular one because I know people expect big things out of the Padres, but I like them under 90 yeah. wins, under, under 89 and a half, actually. Uh, Tatis out until June and they're expected to win 90. I know that's a simple way of looking at it. They had 79 wins last year. They were 26 and 43 after the all-star break. They bring Bob Melvin in a uh, good manager, three-time, I think manager of the year. He's looking at a nice lineup with Will Myers and Hosmer and Manny Machado. I just don't love their pitching. I mean, you Darvish, since they cracked down on that sticky stuff, they finished what one and nine with the over a 60 RA Blake Snell's hurt all the time. I know they love uh, Mike Clevenger. He's coming back from Tommy John surgery, so who knows? You're in a division where the, the Giants are expected to win 86 games. The Dodgers are expected to win 100. The D-backs are lame, but overall, I think it's a tough division. Um, and also, 
we're looking at you don't need 90 to make the playoffs, right? I mean, it could be at this point with the six team in, you could be at 88 and sit everyone the last weekend. So I'm going Padres under 89 and a half. Harry, uh, you're staying in the same division. You're going against your snakes. Yeah, I'm going to take the Diamondbacks under 66 and a half at minus 110. Last year, they, they had a brought in free agent, Mad, Madison Bumgarner. He was terrible. I mean, he wasn't terrible, but it's a terrible signing overall, giving him like $85 million on a team that doesn't have any stars. They brought back Tori Lavello to manage his team, but still not going to do anything in terms of jumping from last year's win total at 52. You got to get up to 67 to win this. I love the under here. Cattell Marte is the only star player on this team. Um, I think it's another disaster, disastrous season in the desert for the D-backs. All right, Parley kid. Now you did this last week. You bet against the Islanders. You bet the Rangers. And it's like, oh my God, wow, the Islanders won. Look at me. My team won. You're doing it again (laughs) with the Yankees. You don't think they're winning fewer than 93 games. You don't think it. I'm 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 taking the under 92 and a half here <laughs> mm, on dang. the Yankees. Uh, Sal, I mean your brother Brian already talked about the Rays. Um Toronto as uh, is highly touted. Um the Red yeah. Sox are they ca- kind of came out of nowhere last year, right? And they they overperformed, but I think I think these three teams might all be better than the Yankees. Mm. Um so uh, you know, after Cole, the Yankees pitching staff is full of questions. Their bullpen is not nearly what it once was. I have no faith in Chapman uh, in the closer role. Um, when we're trotting Aaron Hicks out there to play center field, uh, you wow. brought Rizzo back for first base. I was, I'm not, I'm very underwhelmed by Rizzo. He's he's okay, but he's well past the prime of his career. Glaber Torres underperformed last year. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, if he's ever going to be the player the Yankees hoped and thought he was, all these things have to happen for the Yankees to go over this win total. Cole's got to win like 18, 19 games minimum for them mm. to uh, to surpass this total. An injury to Cole would 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 make this impossible to reach. The Yankees go under ninety two and a half. So there might be in the uh, you know maybe the best division in baseball. Maybe I'm not sure. The, the NL East is significantly improved too. So um, I'm I but. There's three other good teams in that division. So three other. Do you do you scream at brother John about how Rizzo is only good, uh, only a good National League player? (laughs) I could say Rizzo was not very good with the Cubs last year or the year before either. That's true. So yeah, uh, I I know the Yankees. Some Yankee fans are happy with bringing him in here, but right. Brother no, John, trust me. Bro- brother yeah. John's barely paying attention anymore. He's not paying attention. He's paying attention. He's paying able to argue that. I think. And <laughs> nah, so no playoffs know. either, Parley kid. No playoffs plus two seventy. Real quick, because we have uh, yeah, just play- waiting. I'm going with yeah. the Yankees. South. No playoffs for the Yankees wow. at plus two seventy. Wow. wow. At plus two seventy, I know we got the extra team in there, but I'm just not high on this Yankees team right now. I'm not even against the fact that they bought Donaldson, and I kind of like Donaldson. I think he brings a little grit to this Yankee mm-hmm. team. I think the Yankee team, they're very, uh, I don't know, uh, you know, what, what, before you know it, Brett Gardner is going to be back in the fold here or something like that. And, but trust right. me, Gallo, Hicks, oh, I'm telling you, I'm going to be sick of watching these guys. Um, I just, I don't know, maybe they'll surprise me. Sometimes the Yankees are best when there's very little expectations, yet Except for me, most people have very high well, expectations for them. You're not going to be able to root for them now. <laughs> so, you have all this money on against I'm them to make the I'm, impre- I'm very impressed. Man. No, I'm not buying it, Babyface. You don't. You're not <laughs> buying it either. 
With that. I mean, last year he at least waited one game to get on the Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even it was know a who, preseason yeah. game, but he waited one game this, this year. Guy is. I'm yeah. curious to what JJ has to say. I can't All wait. Right. Yeah. He can't. Be, he can't be happy with a lot of the stuff. I mean, let's uh, let's race the, through these last few here. Uh, I have a, also a plus two seventy to not, not make the playoffs. An unpop, unpopular pick: Braves. Defending champs plus two seventy. I ain't get it with the extra playoff team and Acuna Junior returning. It doesn't make sense. They're at ninety one and a half wins. They basically switch out Freddie Freeman for Matt Olson. Uh, you know, it's. I think it's even maybe except for the leadership factor. They only right. won eighty eight last year, and it was after an incredible push. If they repeat eighty eight, they'll be close. To out, I think. I don't know. They were 44 and 45 at the All-Star break. It could be that the Phillies win the division. The Mets, Brewers, and Giants grab wild cards ahead of them. But sure, it's a spite bet. They've won the division four years in a row. I hope Saratian isn't listening. But a tiny bit of bad luck going their way, and they're not making it. Plus 270. Go ahead, Bry. Lower it. Lower it on us. The Mets yeah, not well, making it. Yeah, I'm saying the Mets at plus uh, 152 to not make it. Um, look, I mean, the Mets should make the playoffs. But, you know, even if DeGrom doesn't pitch, uh, you know, with that $252 million payroll, they should make it. It would be embarrassing if they don't. But th- essentially, this comes down to the yeah. Phillies and the Mets. I mean, all three could make it, but I doubt it. I, I do think... You know, this might be like the Braves in the years past where, you know, they just have this run of 10 years. And I actually think they, their team might even be a little bit better this year overall. Now, the Mets lineup should be much better and Lindor should be better. But it's right. You're asking a lot from an old injured rotation. And then I don't know. The the Mets bullpen might suck again. I would say good, yeah. good luck with Adovino. Uh, Parley Kid and I would definitely say good luck with Adovino oh, because no, it's never fun. <laughs> it's never fun that uh, rotate yeah. that bullpen. All right, Harry, Phillies minus one twenty eight. I kind of like this to make the playoffs. Yes, I mean like they were right in it to the very end last season, battling the Braves for the East, but they lost at six of that seven. Like at Wheeler and Nola, one two starters, very good. Hoskins put up big numbers last year. Castellanos and Schwarber in the outfield. And look, this is year four, year four for Bryce Harper in Philadelphia. Way overdue to make a playoff appearance. They get it done this year at minus 120. All right. Uh, what else do we have to do? We did best um, division value. Sal. Oh, the best divi- division value. All right. Real quick. Uh, uh, JJ's waiting. Uh, Parley kid angels plus three eighty. It'd be nice to see them play healthy this year. Right. One yeah, year that's together. It, Sal, right. I mean, uh, if trout and Rendon can be healthy with Otani being like having a year, like he mm-hmm. did last year, Madden, mm-hmm. At the helm, he's a good coach. You know, he's the guy uh, who did it. Always did it with the Rays uh, as well. Uh, you know, you don't. You know, you're not going to have to really worry about uh, the A's or the Rangers. You know, maybe mm-hmm. an injury or two to the Astros and the Angels. Surprisingly, could be the best team in the division. So let's take the Angels at plus three eighty for my best division winner value. All right, Brian, this hurts, but you're going Red Sox. Yeah, I mean, I, the Red Sox at plus 500. Look, I mean, I do like the Rays, and I picked them for the World Series, but I, I do think a few of these teams are going to make the playoffs. Uh, but, you know, the, the Red Sox, I mean, they kind of came out of nowhere last year. Their lineup is as good as any lineup in, in baseball. The rotation will be decent when once Sale comes back, which might not be in for another month. And, you know, they, they had the kid Halk, who was pretty good in the playoffs last year, who should be good for them. I do think it's a toss-up. <clears throat> likely everybody's going to be within a few games, I think. So I just mm-hmm. thought, you know, five to one odds was the best that I saw uh, value us. 
Yeah. Oh my God. Rooting for the Red Sox against the Yankees. What the hell is going on with you guys? Harry, you took the Dodgers earlier. We discussed that minus two thirty. I took the Rays plus two fifty. Give us the those numbers, uh, babyface, on the playoff teams last year. Who would have been the odd man out that would have made it this year? Well, the the Blue Jays just missed uh, with ninety one wins. Right. That was the big one. But then uh, in the NL, the Reds eighty three wins, Phillies eighty two wins. They just missed. Uh, and That's still low. Yeah, I guess that's that's tough. Asking like the Braves to miss out. I don't know. I still I still like the numbers there uh, for that. 82 and 83. So we're getting to like the NBA now, right? Where the 500 teams may, well, fuck it. Not now 14 under 500 could potentially make it. But um, <laughs> that was typically the, the threshold, right? The, uh, yep. the mm-hmm. 500 makes it. Oh, guys, Thursday. We talked about it. Not just opening day. Masters. Golf's first major tradition, unlike any other. And right now, new customers can get 30 to one odds on 2015 champ Jordan Spieth, four-time major winner Rory McIlroy, or 2020 champ Dustin Johnson to make the cut. What? Any of them? That's right. If any of them make the cut, you win 30 to one. Do it. There's no better time to get in on the action Mm. with FanDuel Sportsbook. The app is easy to use. There's so many different betting options. And when you win... You'll get paid fast. So drive down Magnolia Lane and take a swing at betting the first major. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get 30 to 1 odds on Jordan Spieth, Rory McElroy, or Dustin Johnson to make the cut at Augusta. FanDuel Sportsbook, official betting operator of the PGA Tour. Uh, and we are going to give our picks out tomorrow. Uh, I got to say, there are golf experts everywhere, but we bet this shit every week. We do. Yeah. So we come at it from a different perspective. We'll get uh, greens to approach. All, we'll get all those stats uh, uh, working in our favor for sure. But, you know, we've we've already bled. We've already sweated with these guys. We know what's going on. So we'll have that tomorrow. But right now, let's bring them in. All right. It's going to be fun. Our guest is a friend of the pod. He's so New York. He tried to pay for his prostate exam with a Metro card. That's a true story. He's a great young talent. Not afraid of mixing it up with mentally deranged fans from Yonkers or forcing his fiance to pay for an expensive meal in L.A. Yes, the host of New York, New York on Ringer and Spotify, John Jostremski's here. What's up, buddy? This is an honor. I'm hanging with the degenerate <laughs> trifecta and cousin Sal, Dave before baseball. I, I finally made the cut, boys. What can I say? I don't know what I Have did, we not but I finally you made on? the cut. We haven't had you on before? No, this is the no. first time. We're popping a cherry. That's insane. Oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> I blame uh, babyface Joel Solomon in the booking wars. I don't know what the hell happened there. Wow. Uh, just drift you. We had Kansas yesterday before we get to baseball. And by the way, there's a lot to talk about here. You got you got Yankee fans betting against their team. Betting, everyone's betting against the Mets. I want to discuss it in, uh, in length. But uh, – we had Kansas. We lost. You had him by the spread, right? No. So I had him 18 to one. I had a future. Oh, right. That's right. Yeah, so I let right. the future hedge. I, I didn't hedge, I should say. Thought uh, about hedging. When they're down 15 points, I said, this is a terrible, terrible decision. And then the first four minutes, I said, okay, we're going to be entertained. We're going to have a game that comes down to the wire. And guys, when Kansas got up by six, I was like, all right, this is in the bag. They're going to pull away here. Carolina's going to have nothing yeah, left. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Game was excruciating. But you know what? A win is a win. 18-1. to We cash it. Rock chalk Jayhawk, boys. Let's go. <laughs> Good for you. That's the way to do it. That's the way to Heck do it. Yeah. Now, you're a Syracuse fan, obviously, right? That is correct. Me and Harry, we have that in common. Oh, yeah. Yes, Harry grew up a Syracuse fan as well. Is it does Bayheim? you think he wants to stick around long enough to co- uh, pass Coach K on the all-time wins list? I feel like he's to- coaching until... <laughs> 
he can't coach anymore. Like he's seen right? all okay. of these old guys say goodbye. Kay's gone. Roy's mm-hmm. gone. Mm-hmm. Calhoun's gone. And I thought he might leave with his kids. Like that would be like the way you try to sink it, where your kids graduate, yeah. you leave. But no, those no are interest. not his kids. I cannot imagine living in a world where Jim Beheim is not the Syracuse coach. Harry probably feels right. the same way. Well, I mean, I well, would, maybe, maybe, but he, if he's still sticking around, JJ, to try to beat Coach K's record, he's still two hundred wins away. I mean, he'd be he'd be eighty five when he eighty four. Oh yeah, he's not there. Yeah, no shot, yeah. no shot. Yeah, that's no, uh, at bet. I mean, that's ten years at least. JJ, and, uh, you you want you want him to still coach, or you just think he's not going to give it up? I don't think he's going to give you, it up. Listen, he, I guess, as you know, the sort of figure that he is earns the right, I guess, to basically say, this is when I'm walking. Cause again, you're recruiting to central New York, you know, it's not like uh, guys were yeah. recruiting to, to Florida or to UCLA or one of these like gorgeous campuses, yeah. Syracuse, New York, they've been right. a power for a while. All right. The last couple of years haven't been great, but even with them having a bunch of down years, I think they had two, three sweet 16 appearances. So yeah, right. listen, it's a, for anybody who say, oh, I want a new coach, it's a lost cause. So he's going to yeah. decide when the new coach is coming. It's as simple as yep. that. He has that power. I mean, they're not, he has that power. Yeah, they're not losing years. I mean, they just he avoided a scandal the last like 18 months. I mean, you got to say that says a lot for Beheim, right? Must be nice. Uh, All right, let's go to baseball. Uh, Now, like I said, you talk to all these crazy fans, right? They call in, do a great job. Oh, you go go on the green room, right? You got your podcast uh, for the ringer. Got these fans calling in, Yankee fans. Maybe you have better insight uh, than I do. Maybe you can answer this question. When did the Yankees become such pussies? (laughs) I would say... It I mean, started with the, with the new ownership. And the, it's oh, the, the Astros, yeah. the Cashman, oh, the shift. Let me tell you oh, something. Cashman, like incredibly uh-huh. tough to take. The yeah. idea that uh-huh. you were a guarantee to beat the Dodgers is total bullshit. That's number one. Right. Number two, you scored, I think, one run in game six and game seven in 2017. Were the Astros cheating? Yes. Is that the only reason the Yankees lost that series? No. And when you trend in the wrong direction since that series, mm-hmm. 18, yep. 19, 20, 21. I'm sorry. I don't want to hear it. Go and win. Shut up. Stop making yeah. excuses and go and win. No Yankee fan heard those comments and felt better about the state of affairs. Like cash. Got to know better, bro. It's New York city. Come on now. Right. And Billy Martin would have just uh, found out what bar they hung out with on a road trip and beaten them all with a tire iron. Could right? you imagine, by the way, if, way. if Cashman made that statement and George on the team, can you imagine? Oh, oh yeah. Mm. He, he yeah. wouldn't be there anymore. He'd be gone. Yeah. He'd be gone. Yeah. I, uh, maybe the Yankees need to mo- sell more than the Knicks. I mean, this isn't a Steinbrenner running these things. I think, I don't know. Yeah. Just but a, just I a mean, yeah, it, it, the downtime though, for the franchise is still getting in the playoffs every year. That's true. Whereas the Knicks, That's I mean, true. it's basically eight years between playoff appearances in a league where everybody makes the playoffs. So uh, All right, what about that? Parts, you know? And the parlay kid right. is betting plus two. So he's not betting, but he, he wants to say it. So that he thinks he thinks if he says it, it won't happen. But plus 270 to not make the playoffs, the Yankees. Like you said, there's an extra team. Uh, powerhouse division for sure. But what are your feelings? You think it's you think that's good value in that bet? I, I don't. I still think they're making the playoffs. I mean, they're better than what they were last year. They're going to have a full year from Rizzo. I think Donaldson's a badass, and they have way too many 
soft guys on the team and they have way right. too many right. nice guys on the team. So the idea that he's going to go in there and ruffle some feathers a little bit, I think is a good thing. And mm. look, Glaber's going to be better. LeMayu's not going to be as bad as he was. And they blew a ton of leads last year. You got to figure there's some, you know, middling, if you will. I don't think right. they're a championship caliber team, but the idea that they're missing the playoffs, no. I I think they're going to win anywhere from like 91 to 94 games. Like, I think the the win total I saw on FanDuel is either 92 and a half, 93 and a half. That's sure. I think the Yankees, maybe they're not the best team in this division. They'll be playing in October. 92 and a half is the number on hmm. FanDuel right now. The Mets are 88 and a half. If we make a bet right now, do you spot me four games? Ooh, no, you don't. I don't think it's that much closer. No, because you think the I Mets still are think better the Mets, than that, or the Yankees are worse than that. I think the Mets. I think the Mets might be better. Okay. Now the Grom has got a pitch. That's like uh, that's a huge deal. Like I was, yeah, that would, that would I was help. ready to actually fire on a Met World Series ticket about a week and a half ago. Oh, don't do that. Now I'm no, not so sure. I'll never do that. Now I'm not. Yeah. yeah, but think about it though. If they get into the playoffs. And you have the Grom and you have Scherzer. You can yeah. beat anybody. And Bassett, yep, right. Bassett's pretty good too. Like that's that's kind of what the Mets are going for. Thank God they got Bassett. Was I mean, that's a, you, he's going to have to carry them. You need Carrasco to bounce back too. Because he was a good right. pitcher with the Indians. I don't know what happened last year. He got off to like the injury. He's injured. He's not pitching well in the second half of the year. Carrasco should be much better. And Lindor mm. has got to be better. Lindor cannot be the guy that he was last year if the Mets are going to do anything. But, hey, hey, JJ, what, what do we think about the Yankees staff? You got Cole. The, do, the Yankees don't even have a number two pitcher on this staff as far as I'm concerned. Who's their number two? You're leaning on Severino to regain his form from how long ago? I just don't see this Yankees team really is not that good. Rizzo... I don't know, Jay. I'm not a fan of Rizzo. I really? Think it seems like what a nice do you guy. like about Rizzo, Parlay Kid? I, I, what did he give us last year? I think oh, he, was weak. he was better in the numbers, he was though. Weak. See, I thought he was better in the numbers. The way he grinds out at bats, the way he gets on base, hits some big home runs hmm. in big spots. Rizzo, listen, Rizzo's not going to be Freeman. If you think you're getting Freeman, if you no, think you're getting Olsen, you're not. Rizzo's going to hit 250 with like an 850 OPS. 25 to 30 home runs. He's going to play good defensive first base. Like Rizzo will not be the, I, I guarantee you, he will not be the Yankee problem this year. Mark my words on that. Won't be the problem. Rizzo, uh, how about, uh, how about this? How about Aaron Hicks being our problem? How about Joey Gallo being a well, problem? Let's be honest. Both I, of those guys don't got to play. If they want to go with an outfield of Stan and judge and play Lemayu uh, and play Donaldson and play Rizzo, they could sit one of those two guys. Like against lefties, Joey Gallo should never yeah. see the light of day. I agree with that. Mm. I agree with that. And, and their bullpen, Jay. I mean, their bullpen. Look, two, three, four years. That was a strength of their team. I don't see it right now as anywhere near what it was in the past. I mean, I have no. You have faith in Chapman. I hate seeing Chapman out there. These. I it's funny, Chapman. I when I'm watching the Yankee game, my mom will text me nervous. Anytime <laughs> Chapman comes into the game, nothing else, uh, nervous, which kind of yeah. sums up the feelings of Yankee fans. Look, he's not as dominant as he was. He's still probably one of the top eight to 10 closers in baseball. Like, if you tell me right now, I have one game to save, my life is on the line. Diaz in one corner, 
Chapman in the other corner. I'm uh, still taking Chapman. I'm not even. Absolutely. I'm not hesitating on that. You're, sl- right, listen. you're sleeping on Will Weisinger at all. Will Weisinger is a stud up. for the Yankees. Yeah, yeah, you did the lineup, you did the, you did the arms, you did the relief, you didn't do the manager. I know nobody was happy when they signed Aaron Boone to a three-year deal. And then to yeah. add to it, the Mets signed Buck Showalter. Oh, my God. He's a great every, – every Yankee fan loves Showalter. If he turns this Mets team around, this is going to hurt extra. This is going to hurt Yankee fans. You didn't think you hated the Mets, Jastrzemski? You're going to hate them <laughs> no, 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 no. See, that, I, I don't hide that. I don't sugarcoat that. Now, listen, the Mets doing well is good for business. It's good for me over at SNY. I'm coming on after the games, doing the Geico sports right. night and whatnot. Mm. I am taking a, a month-long hiatus, turning the phone off, going away if the Mets ever win the World Series. Like, that actually, <laughs> it wouldn't be 2004 bad because nothing will ever top that. But the Mets have been right. a little brother my entire life. Like, the idea that I got to have people like you gloating yeah. and hollering and, and right. oh, I'd be sick. And Buck, Buck going to the Mets bothered me oh. a thousand times more than Scherzer going to the Mets. It's not even close. Oh, yeah, I wanted Buck to manage the team. I wanted the homecoming. I wanted Buck back in the dugout for the Yankees this year. But I'm done crying about Boone because he's going to be here the next two or three years. It sucks. It's not the decision I would have made. But it's like acceptance, you know? I, I've accepted mm-hmm. yeah. I'm a terrible golfer. I've accepted that I'm going to have Aaron Boone as my manager the next two years. It is what it is. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, it seems like, uh, by the way, and I know Aaron Cashman needs to find a shortstop. That's, I'm, I'm looking at all like the Yankee fan talking points here. But the one shortstop you had, a legendary player, Derek Jeter, Hall of Famer. Our friend Harry here has uh, oh. a bizarre theory about Derek Jeter. Now, I hate, hate, hate the Yankees, and even I think this is ludicrous. Harry, run it by, JJ, your theory, if you haven't already. Uh, well, sure. Well, he's first off, he has, uh, he's never gotten a job here in the in, since he's retired since uh, because he's a male gigolo. That's number one. Number two, uh, his I mean, career. You're working. His, what does that matter? Well, it yeah. ma- well it ma- if, it was one, okay. if it was one of my favorite players, it would definitely matter with you. But anyways, uh, also... JJ, I know he had 33, what it was, 3,300 career hits, but I, I'm telling you, you go back, you look, you watch, every single time it was a debate whether it should have been a hit or an error in Yankee <laughs> every Stadium. Every single time. I guess Harry, Harry missed all those playoff games uh, when Jeter, who was not much of a power guy, is hitting home runs into the black seats. You know? That was an error. That, that, those were Bobby Jones, Giambi. I remember... Game four of the World Series, I was there, Shea Stadium. The that Mets win game three. They're feeling yep. good about themselves. Johnny Franco, the whole deal. I'm running yep. a little late. We're like sprinting into our seats. Jeter, first pitch of the game. First day. Boom. Oh. Rest is history. It, it, about 500 hits should have been errors. And also, I, I, you know what it is? I think Harry right now is looking for a gift basket. And this is the way he's trying to get on that list. He's trying to he's trying to actually go against Jeter so he can get the gift basket that all the ladies received. Right? Of course, course he exactly. is. Exactly. With, with, with a marriage in less than thirty days, I'll take a gift basket. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, he's always seeking out an edible arrangement or of some kind. But yes, he's getting married at the end of the month. All right. So you don't agree that five hundred of the hits should have been errors? No. No. No, I think that's a, well, the play, I think the that's a gets, fair and accurate uh, counter, Sal. No. Gets way, by the way, he gets way too much credit for that play against Giambi in the playoffs. He was out well, of Giambi position. should have slid. Let's be honest. He should have slid. slid. Right. He would have been safe. But exactly. he didn't. 
out of position. Harry thinks that should have been an error too, even though an hour was recorded. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't Ridiculous. know what goes on. Absolutely. Uh, this is, out of position. You don't like that, Paula kid? Out of position. He's five of those stats I sent you the other day. He's one of the only guys with over 3,000 hits, 250 homers. Whatever nobody stolen is, base. Nobody He's in the sports. only guy. Nobody in sports ever, ever fell into a position more lucky than Derek Jeter. Sometimes, wow. Harry, it's better to be lucky than good. So true. The, guy, the guy's so first year in the minors, he, he, wanted, he wanted to quit baseball. Did he make like 40 errors at shortstop? 55 Don't get me started on how much credit he got for being a great shortstop when there's so uh, many. Solid so many shortstop. Shall, solid. solid. <laughs> weak arm. Weak arm. Weak arm. Unbelievable. Hey, can I ask JJ? JJ, you mentioned the 2004 Yankees. Brother Brian, I talk about this a lot. Believe it or not, this might sound crazy to you, but losing the World Series in 01 to the to the D-backs bothered me more than the Yankees losing. Uh, blowing that 3 0 series. I've heard a lot of people say that because you had the home run, game four, Tino to tie it, Jeter to win it. Then the following night, Brochus does it again against the young, young Kim. And mm. one of the most forgotten home runs in Yankee history, Soriano against Schilling, hitting a, a splitter or a slider at his oh, ankles, golfing yep. it out in the left center. It was yes. like. They're going to win this fucking thing again. Mariano on the mound. They're going to win it again. And listen, the greatest, he slipped up. Blue pit, threw the ball in the center field. And Brocious yep. should have turned a double play because they got the runner at third. He didn't look across the diamond. He could have fired and got it. It will not yes. bother me more, though, because of everything it symbolized with the Red Sox. Now, now like right. the people like Simmons and these guys that I went to Syracuse <laughs> with. They have like this forever moment, this like shrine that I have to keep hearing about. Or anytime I watch a playoff series, oh, we haven't seen anyone down 3 0 in baseball do it except the old Florence. Like, no, nothing tops that for me. It sounds crazy, but I do think if they don't, that 04 doesn't happen. Maybe they don't get all the other success, right? Then the years following the same thing with Brady and the tuck rule. Who knows? Brady's a little harder call, but I'm going to stick by that. That's my dumb uh, theory, much similar to Harry's uh, Derek Jeter (laughs) theory. But yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I need all those Red Sox championships to go away. Uh, and that was a bloop single, right? Luis Gonzalez. Yes, with the infield in. First thing with the infield in. Busted yeah. him up inside. Little bloop. Yeah. Oh, that was terrible. That was rough. Give us a World Series prediction, JJ. So I was looking at the odds, actually, before I came on with you guys. Yeah. Two teams intrigued me in the American League. Everybody's on Toronto. There's no value. There's absolutely mm-hmm. no value with Toronto. Everybody's on them. I like Chicago because they went through it last year. They're yep. in an easy division. They got a lot mm-hmm. of star power. Mm-hmm. Say what you want about Larusa. Larusa wins. I mean, everywhere he's managed, he wins. I'm going to be in on the White Sox, and I'm in on Tampa Bay. Nobody gives the Rays any respect. Uh, Everybody mm-hmm. spits on them. All they do is win. Sixteen to one, I have them circled. National League is where I had a hard time finding value. I don't know if you guys felt this way. I'm going through the NL. Dodgers mm-hmm. heavyweight favorite. Braves, not enough. I don't like the idea of a team repeating. Milwaukee can't score runs. Their pitching's awesome, but they don't score any runs. I'm telling you, Sal, you're going to hate me for this. 
Oh, I think I'm gonna be it. on the Mets, bro. <laughs> the number's it. too good, bro. Yes. I think I'm gonna be on the Mets. No. There's so much right. pressure on the Mets. Oh, oh my god, the pressure, the pressure. Oh. All right, listen. I'm going to put in bets for you. And this has worked out. Ask Tate mm. Frazier. I put him in. He had 10 to one on Kansas. He's, he's laughing all the way to the bank. You're crying. Easy, I was going to say, it's like the emotional hedge. Because I'll be yeah, sick if the all. Mets win this. Mm. I'm not going to want to no, cash this. I'm not letting you put it in. I'm not letting you put I'm putting in for you 50 on the White Sox and 50 on Tampa Bay to win the World Series. I'm in on both and, uh, of those. I, feel, I actually I feel good about both of those. All right. Hey, well, JJ, in- I, the White Sox were my pick to win the World yeah. Series. Exactly what you said. Uh, about the good, great young lineup, good staff, and the fact that they they were there last year, right? They're about they should be taking the next step now. Brother Bry's on on the on the race, so there you I go. Had brother I'm Bry, on, I like I'm, that, bro. I mean, I, like I don't think I can't stay in Tampa, but the number is too good. The team that's going to regress in the AL, the Red Sox. Look at the odds to win the division. Mm. I'm telling you, something mm. stinks there. Why is Toronto 170? Yankees in Tampa are like 220. And the Red yeah. Sox are at 500. It is. They know it what they're fishing. doing. It's a tough one. They shouldn't have been. They should, should have been. They shouldn't have done what they did last year either. I'm going Astros 10 to 1 to win the World Series. And we uh, went over it earlier. And and Cashin's going to wet, wet his skirt again. And that's going to be bad. But 10 to 1 <laughs> Astros World Series. But I got you in there. White Sox, uh, $50. And Tampa Bay, 15, 15 to 1. What was White Sox? Plus 850? Uh, I saw 950. Yeah, I mean, of course, they're. They're not, All right, I'll get you in on down. those. One more question. Who do you hate most at the ringer? Wow. <laughs> well, I live in this Zoom world, so I don't really like, you know, I deal with uh, Bill all the time. Oh, My guys on. are great. Uh, I'm going to be a team player here. No, I'm not throwing any shit. <laughs> I hate that. I hate Gotta that. Got to be a team oh, player, Sal. Be an honest New Yorker here. There's a lot to choose from there. Hey, when they ask me who I hate, don't like at extra points, I'd say it's Harry all the time. Oh, so yeah. that's yeah, easy. Of course, until we <laughs> yeah, get this cheater thing settled. Uh, just Dremsky telling SNY, the ringer. Tell, what am I missing out here? Yeah, New York, New York, Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday. I'm doing a bunch of gambling stuff on the ringer feed, NBA playoffs, mm-hmm. all the draft stuff that's coming up. And then, yeah, nightly Geico Sports Night. I actually have to apply my own makeup now, which is uh, a, a dicey proposition. When Kate was right. when Kate was away for a week, I, I'm doing my own makeup. I looked like Donald Trump, so it's not, it's not good for anybody. It's a good I was look. like the orange man, you know. Good, you're gonna win the presidency. That's great. I'll pass. Uh, I trust you in the office. I really would. All right, that's great. JJ's on. Uh, that'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds. For spaghetti, for meatballs, for babyface Joel Solomon, John Jostremski, and the Degenerate Trifecta, I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Nah, nah, nah.